Mark and Christy, it's Riley Clemens. Hi. Riley Clemens. How you doing? How did you know? What gave me away? (laughs) You know. Well, just a a hunch. We have our ways. Hey, Hey. uh, before we ask you anything else, we have to ask about Australia because you just got back not too long ago from Australia. How was that? It was so unbelievable. I mean, we really did just have the most amazing time. Um, There was so much ministry. There was so much goodness. It was just, it was really special. Well, when you share the gospel there, do you have to say mate after every sentence? (laughs) Oh, yes. I was like, wait, what did you say? Yes, you have to, you have to say, uh, yeah, God loves you, mate, or it's not the same. Awesome. So when you came back to, to the U.S., like when you came back to Nashville, were you like telling everybody like, hey, Dropping God loves a you, mate? mate? in here and there? Yeah, of course. My dad kept saying to me, he was like, you're saying things different. And he, <laughs> I mean, he's a southern man. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I am, yeah, I. yeah, I am. Oh, that's really so, Yeah, you're, you're not talking the same. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, we're super excited. Uh, we're not quite as... Uh, amazing as Australia to some people maybe, but <laughs> Northwest Arkansas hey. is a pretty cool place. So we're pretty excited to have you come join us here really soon for Ladies Night Out. We'll talk about that in a minute. I'm so excited. Good. We well, are too. Have Have you been to Arkansas very much? Actually, I feel like yes. Over the past few years, Arkansas is a pretty popular spot to stop in on. Okay. okay. Yeah. You know, I was actually thinking about this. So... Uh, it's been a few years now. I remember you stopped by. It was right before your first album, first song came out. Uh, and you were kind enough oh. to stop by the radio station. We hung out at a little coffee shop and got to know your story a little bit. And I was actually just telling Christy this. I think it's really cool to see the growth and journey in you. Uh, we got to see you when we were in Orlando in May. And I was like, man. It's fun to see the difference from, I remember Riley, who was, you know, I don't even know how young you were. How, how old were you when your first album came out? I was 18 or 19. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah right. You were still. So, I was a baby. And, yes, right. And, you know, most 18, 19 year olds, they're just trying to figure out where do I fit in the world and how, you know, how, where's my place in all this? And I remember there was this Riley that was like, you know, you were going to fit in. You were going to put best foot forward. Like I, you could feel a little bit of the weight of the world on your shoulders to go like, I got to get this right, you know, and I want to put on the best experience that I can for people and, you know, launching the yeah. new album, all that. You could just sense there's a lot of probably pressure, I would say. Uh, and then we saw you in May and I was like, man. She has really found some freedom. Like she's found some peace in her own skin. Like God's done something in her where there's, it felt like Riley took a deep breath somewhere along the journey. Is that, Uh, am I off? Is that true? You are so on point. It's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the wild thing about it. I think I look back at, I, I mean, I wrote that entire first album, every bit of music that came out when I was a sophomore and junior in high school. And so I look back on that season and it is reflective of, I was trying to figure it out, you know, navigating what it means to try to find your own voice, which everybody's doing at that age, and then trying to navigate that. And then people telling you what they think will like commercially work and all of these sorts of voices. I think that honestly, 
and granted, I'm also just a, I'm sure somebody out there can relate to this. I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found that as a people pleaser, one of the hardest things for me is to find what authentically resonates with me, mm-hmm. not the version of me that's constantly seeking to please others or make others feel like they're right, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that um, Church Pew this record was me going, hey, 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 I don't have to be the same person I was when I was 18 because I'm not. And it's a beautiful thing that I've grown. God has changed my life. Um, and so, yes, honestly, it was that deep breath because I took enough time away from music and kind of, I mean, the public eye in some regard to get mentally healthy and get spiritually healthy. Mm. Well, and I wanted to ask you about that because you did, you, you stepped away from music for a while. And was that the purpose of it? Because you had, you were feeling that pressure and need to, to be this particular Riley instead of the authentic Riley that, that you're talking as today. Is that, is that why you decided to step back? Yeah, I, it, it really is. I was in a place of really intense burnout. I was just constantly in that, the vicious comparison cycle, which gets really, really heavy to carry around. And I think that for me, it snatched the joy out of music and creating and and doing ministry through music. And I knew that I had to find it there again, or I wouldn't be able to keep doing this. Mm. And so, um, yeah, I just knew that I had to take that pause off again to also allow myself the space to rediscover who I am at 23 versus yeah. 18. Yeah. I would imagine that would have been kind of scary because you're thinking, hey, I could be like hurting my career in a big way by doing this. Oh, of course. I mean, there's this feeling of, of course, you get mixed reviews of people saying, oh, wow, what a choice this is. Are you sure? And that those are very natural responses to, hey, um, we have career momentum right now and I'm taking time away. But I felt so much peace from the Lord and and just affirming that, hey, you know, do this for yourself. Do this so you don't crash and burn. Do this so you can be a healthy woman of God. Um, so I felt a lot of peace that he would take care of me through it. Mm. Wow. Well, we are super glad you did. And out of that has come this great new project called Church Pew and this new song that our listeners are loving called Loved by You. Yay. Well, that makes me so happy. Well, I love it that you wrote this album and that you're so honest and and just real in your lyrics and your song "Love by You," where you say, "Sometimes I feel like I'm alone, a bit too broken, unseen, and unknown." A lot of people would say, "Why would Riley Clemens say a line like that?" Mm-hmm. And then you say, "Sometimes the doubt starts creeping in." So come remind me once again. Tell tell us just a little bit about those specific lyrics. What was behind that when you yeah. wrote that? Man, I just, I that was the last song we wrote for the entire album. And leading up to that point, I felt that there was something missing from the record just as a whole. And so when we started writing Loved By You, I was sitting in the studio with the incredible Jeff Pardo and Paul Duncan, who are two of my favorites. And we started candidly having this conversation of um, what's the most simple song that we can write? How can we write the most simple 
version of feelings, feelings of doubt, feelings of fear, feelings of being unknown, and then replace them with truth. Replace the lies that creep in with gospel truth. Mm. And so we really, the goal behind Loved by You, the goal sitting there in the studio was to make this song as simple as possible, as digestible as possible, as as just filled with truth as possible without anything else surrounding it. And so, um, yeah, I think for me, sitting down to write that first verse, what came out was sometimes I feel like I'm alone. I, I just started pulling from my journal at that point. So we're super excited that you're going to be here for our KLRC Ladies Night Out. We'll get a chance to hear Loved by You in person. I know a lot of folks are looking forward to hearing Fighting for Me Too. That's a song that God's used in a lot of our listeners' lives. Uh, Not everybody's gotten a chance to hear the heart and the story behind that one. Tell us about Fighting for Me, because I know that's a song you've got to get a lot of feedback on. Yeah, I mean, that song has been... I don't even know how to explain. It's changed my life. It's it's one of those things that's it's it's crazy to watch people sing songs with you that came from a very personal place. So I'm very grateful for that, and all glory be to God. I, I have nothing to do with that, but I'm so grateful for that song and the story behind it. I think I did write that one when I was 19, and um, I remember battling true anxiety. For the, I mean, it was really heavy, especially during that period. I was in high school at the time, which is funny to me, but I, uh, I was up against the wall with some serious feelings of just anxiety and weakness and knowing that I couldn't fight for myself. And I remember walking into the room and communicating that with my co-writers. And I think that day, the, what happened in the studio was they looked at me and said, well, what do you need to hear today? And I think at that point, what I really needed to sing over my spirit and sing over my soul was, hey, Riley, you are fought for. You don't have to carry around the heaviness of of being strong enough all the time. You can lay that burden down and, and lean into the promise of the Lord that he'll fight for you and you only need to be still. It's true. Um, so that song, it's also been one of those songs that I feel like the older that I've gotten, the more that those lyrics mean to me. Mm, that's really cool. Well, one of the most beautiful things I think how God works is just he's given you a gift to write songs and then you write them out of your love for him and it blesses so many and then just as he does, he returns the blessing right back to you. And I, I hear that so much in your words and, and we're excited because we know we're about to be blessed big time when you come see us for ladies night out. We cannot wait to see you and, and hear your amazing worship music. And, um, you just, you're really gifted and we're super grateful that we're going to get to meet you and, and be with you here in Northwest Arkansas. And we just appreciate you coming to see us. Well, I cannot wait to be in Arkansas. I'm so excited. And, um, just, Beyond that, I just have such a passion for women that are that are doing their best to navigate this interesting time in culture and interesting time in womanhood. And uh, I just think it's going to be a really special opportunity to come together and break down some of those walls of comparison or walls of let me just pretend that I have it all together and just really fill ourselves up with truth and honestly connect. That's the goal. So mm-hmm. I can't wait to be there.
Well, would you say, this is just a, a random question here. Would you say just throughout your performing and all the places that you travel and perform, um, what would you say is the most common thing you see that just, that is, you know, gripping women today? Like just the, you're like, man, oh. I just see this happening all over the place for women. Wow. That's what I, I think the biggest thing that sticks out to me is the perfectionism. That's what I noticed. I mean, and I can speak from traveling and touring, but also just my mom and my sister and myself and my man that just this need to be perfect all the time and this need to present a very curated image to the world of, look, look at me. I have it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm doing great. I'm doing so great. And so, um, and I mean, in the name of Jesus, I'm trying to flee from that, from, mm-hmm. from the need to be perfect and present something that is perfect. Because the minute that we do that is the minute that we admit to ourselves that we don't need Jesus, which we know that's not true. So mm-hmm. mm, That's so good. This is going to be such an amazing night. Uh, Riley's going to join us, of course. Holly, Susie, Jennifer from More Than Small Talk. Christy will be there emceeing. And it's coming up on November 4th. You can still grab some tickets at klrc.com. Riley, thanks for hanging out with us. And we cannot wait to have you here with us. Oh, this has been such a joy. Thank you for uh, asking such thoughtful questions. This is, I can't wait. I'm so excited to see you guys. Well, we can't wait either. Well, thank you for taking the time, Riley. You enjoy the rest of your weekend. Okay, girl. See you, mate. I will. I will. I'll see y'all soon. All right. Bye, Bye. mate. (laughs) Bye, mate.